بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلی العظیم الحمد لله رب العالمین و صلی الله علی سیدنا محمد و آله الطیبین الطاهرین السلام علی الحسین و علی علی ابن الحسین و علی اولاد الحسین و علی اصحاب الحسین و رحمت الله و برکاته Alhamdulillah, we are once again able to run our webinar and I am very happy to be able to be with you, especially in this time of the year that we commemorate the martyrdom of Imam Hussain and his companions. The companions of Imam salam were the best companions as Imam himself said in the night of Ashura I don't know of any companions better and more loyal than my companions they supported Imam in a time that many people, even many followers of Ahlul Bayt many Shia, for a reason or another, didn't actually attend Karbala and didn't actually manage to help Imam and his family. Among thousands of people, only some tens of people attended the battle of love, the battle of loyalty, the battle of piety and purity with Imam. Even when Imam salam in the night of Ashura said that you are not bound to be loyal to your allegiance and indeed I have removed any obligation, any commitment on you and you can go and even to encourage them more, Imam said you can take some of my family members, some of the children with you to encourage them more they said no, we are not going to leave you alone even if we are killed and resurrected and killed and resurrected many many times we are not going to leave you and then after that, Imam salam said, I don't know of any companions better and more loyal than mine. And Imam showed them their position after the martyrdom. So they were very special companions. 
One of our great ulama, the late Mullah Mohsen Faiza Kashani, who has many books like Al-Wafi in Hadith and like Mahajjatul Bayza in Akhlaq and many books, tens of books As-Safi in Tafsir of Quran and Aswa, Al-Musaffa, all in Tafsir of Quran he said that once he was reflecting on this fact that the companions of Imam are considered so high in their position and he was thinking that every one of us if was put in that condition must be the same doing the same and he was thinking about himself that naturally I would do the same for Imam Hussein salam, give my life to, for him then he had a dream that he is present in Karbala on the day of Ashura when Imam Hussein salam, is going to start his prayer as we know right in the middle of the battle when already some people were killed by enemies and when the enemies didn't pause for Imam to pray Imam started his prayer on time in Jama'ah and two of his companions to protect Imam they decided to stand in front of Imam when Imam is saying his prayer so that the enemies don't hit Imam by their arrows so Mullah Muhsan Kashani in his dream he saw himself standing in front of Imam to giving him protection but when an arrow was going towards Imam and because he was standing in front of Imam was going to hit him unconsciously he bent and the arrow hit Imam so he felt very sorry and that is in his dream he felt very sorry why I did so I didn't want but I just lost my control and instead of protecting Imam I let the arrow hit Imam he stood again up and when the next arrow was coming he did the same in any case when he woke up from his sleep and remembered the dream then he realized that it is not something that everyone can truly claim to be like the companions of Imam Hussein. Many of people love Ahlul Bayt but actually when the time comes that they have to show their loyalty, they have to offer their life and whatever is, is dear for them, their time, their energy, the money then 
when the test comes you would see that most of the claims are not genuine at the moment everyone speaks you know very eloquently that I am this I am that but it is when the time of test comes that some people only very you know few people manage to be loyal now the question is is there any way for us to be among the companions of Imam Hussein because we know that they achieved a lot we know that they achieved happiness and salvation we know that they are with Imam Hussein in heaven with the Prophet and other members of Ahlul Bayt is it possible for us to be with them or because we were not born at that time we didn't manage to be at that time so we have lost the opportunity the answer is that in spiritual matters there is no distance whether time wise or location wise you can be with Imam Hussein salam after thousands of years and you can be not with Imam Hussein salam at his time you can be with Imam Hussein thousands of miles being away from him physically and you can be not with Imam Hussein even if you live with the Imam in the same place to decide who is with whom we cannot look at the distance we cannot look at the age to see who is contemporary to someone what is important is the similarity between two people in their commitment to certain aims and objectives their similarity in their character their similarity in their piety in faith to be a follower of Imam Hussein is possible for people at our age to be a companion of Imam is something open to us if the same qualities that existed in companions of Imam Hussein in the year 61 after Hijrah if the same qualities exist in us if you share with them in their understanding of the need to support Imam then you would be considered as a companion of Imam to make this fact clear I want to share with you some hadith from Ahlul Bayt 
and inshallah I hope this issue will become very clear we have several hadiths from Imam Sadiq about the fact that how a nation how some people would be treated equal to another group of people who lived hundreds of years before them when they share the same ideas when they are pleased with what the previous nation did for example in Tafsir Al-Ayyashi one of the Tafsirs of Quran which is based on the Hadith from Ahlul Bayt Sama'a says Sama'atu Abu Abdullah alayhi salam yaqul fi qawlillah he says I heard Imam Sadiq alayhi salam commenting on this verse of the Quran قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رُسُلٌ مِّنْ قَبْلِ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ وَبِالَّذِي قُلْتُمْ فَلِمَا قَتَلْتُمُوهُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ The Prophet says according to this verse of the Quran to a faith community who didn't believe in him that before me Apostles from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, messengers from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to you with clear proofs and with what you said. Why did you kill them if you are truthful? Then Imam Sadiq says, when the Prophet told the people in Medina, for example, who were from the same religion as those people, why did you kill those prophets? These people who were in Medina, they had not killed those prophets. But their ancestors. Hundreds of years ago killed those prophets before Jesus came and when Jesus came so they killed many prophets and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَسَمَّاهُمُ Allah said why did you kill them you addressing them Allah considered them as murderers because they supported what their ancestors did. They were happy with what they did. They never condemned that. The point is that you may be physically not part of that action but after hundreds of years if you support those who actually did it 
you are counted as one of them and you are responsible. There is another hadith from Imam Sadiq salam. A person called Muhammad ibn al-Arqab he says that Imam Sadiq salam said Tanzalul Kufa do you stay in Kufa? Are you going to stay there? Are you going to stop there? Naam. I said yes I stay there Imam Sadiq said, so do you see the killers of Hussein there? Muhammad ibn al-Araqat says, I told Imam Sadiq alayhi salam, At this time, no one of the killers of Imam Hussein are alive. They are all dead by now. It's several generations after them. Then look at what Imam Sadiq salam said. قال, Imam Sadiq said, فَإِذَا أَنْتَ لَا تَرَ الْقَاتِلِ إِلَّا مَنْ قَتَلَ أَوْ مَنْ وَلِيَ الْقَاتِلِ Imam said, so according to your understanding, the killer of Hussein is only the one who has actually killed Hussein, who was involved. Alam Don't you hear the speech of Allah, the word of Allah, when Allah says, "Qul khadja'akum rusulun min qabli bil bayyinat wa bil ladhi qultum, falima qataltumuhum in kuntum sadiqeen." Then Imam referred to the same ayah and said. These prophets who were killed were not killed by the people who lived at the time of the Prophet Muhammad And between the Prophet and the Prophet Isa there was no Rasul. There was no Apostle. But the reason they are counted as those who took part in killing Prophets or Apostles is because they, after hundreds of years, they are happy with what their ancestors did. So they are considered as killers. In another hadith, again in Tafsir al Ayashi. Imam Sadiq mentions something similar. Then I want to refer to a saying of Amirul Mu'mineen in Nahjul Balagh about the other side. So these hadith from Imam Sadiq is about the people who are held responsible in killing the prophets because they were happy with that. They didn't condemn that. Or even Imam Sadiq says about the people of Kufa who support what was done by the
previous people of Kufa and Imam held them as killers of Hussein. Now, from the other side, from the positive side, the people who are considered as good people after some years or not necessarily years, maybe the same time, but being physically away, location-wise different, but considered to be with the people who have done something good. This is from Imam Ali salam in Nahjul Balagha. And this is what happened after the war of Jamal, the battle of Jamal, Camel. When Imam salam was victorious after the war of Jamal, some of his companions told him that I wish my brother so-and-so was with us. He said, I wish my brother was here to witness how Allah made you victorious over your enemies. So his brother was not present there. As I said, he was in another location. He was not present there. He said, I wish my brother was here with us. Then Imam Ali alayhi salam said, Look at this. Is your brother desiring to be with us? Is his love pleasure to be with us? He said yes. He wished to be with you. He loves you. He loves to be with you. Then Imam said, Fakad Shahidana. If that is the case, so he has been with us. He has witnessed the battle. He has witnessed our victory. He has been one of us. And not only your brother. وَلَقَدْ شَهِدَنَا فِي أَسْكَرِنَا هَذَا قَوْمٌ فِي أَصْلَابِ الرِّجَالِ وَأَرْحَامِ النِّسَاءِ سَيَرْعَفُ بِهِمُ الزَّمَانِ وَيَقْضَى بِهِمُ الْإِيمَانِ Not only your brother was present with us, witnessed our battle, indeed, people who are not yet born and gradually the time will bring them into this world and Iman with them become a strong becomes a strong they are also with us they witnessed the battle that we had and this can be after hundreds of years, it can be after thousands of years, it makes no difference.
as I said, here what is important is the similarity of the souls. If you and someone who was with Amirul Mu'mineen have the same love for Imam Ali, the same commitment, the same loyalty, so you are with them. And if someone was there next to that person, not sharing the same thing, he was not with them. There is a famous hadith from Imam Raza alayhi salam. And this is the hadith which a person called Rayyan ibn Shabib narrates from Imam Raza alayhi salam. In which Imam Raza said, Yabn Shabib, in kunta baqiyan lishayyan fabkil al Hussein ibn Ali. The son of Shabib, if you are going to cry for anything, cry for Hussein ibn Ali. Fa'innahu dhubiha kama yuzbahu al kafsh. Because Hussein, the son of Ali, was slaughtered like a sheep. وَقُتِلَ مَعَهُ مِنْ أَحْلِ بَيْتِهِ ثَمَانِيَةَ عَشَرَ رَجُلًا And with him, 18 members of his family were martyred. مَا لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ شَبِهُونَ These 18 people had no similar in the world. وَلَقَدْ بَكَتَ السَّمَابَاتُ السَّبْعَ وَالْأَرَضُونَ لِقَتْلِهِ The heavens Seven heavens and seven earth cry for Hussein. Then Imam Raza alayhi salam said, Yabna Shabib in Bakaita ala Hussein hatta tasira dumuka ala khaddaik kafarallahu leka kulla dandin. Ad nabtahu sagiran kana o kabiran kalilan kana o kathira. O son of Shabib. If you cry for Hussein till your tears flow over your teeth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would forgive all the sins that you have committed, whether it's small or great, whether it's a little or a lot. Of course, this is not for someone who is insisting on committing sins. It's for a lover of Hussein who has made sins and he regrets and he repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's ashamed of committing sins. Then these tears of love for Ahlul Bayt these tears of love for the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would help in his repentance being accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Imam Riza salam said, Yabna Shabib in Sarraka and Talqallah Azza wa Jalla wala dhamba alayk Fazur al Hussain. If you become happy by meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while no sin is registered for you. Go and visit Hussein.
And then Imam said, Yabna Shabib. إن سرك أن يكون لك من الثباب مثل ما لمن استشهد مع الحسين. If you want to have the same reward that those who were actually killed with Hussein have, if you want to have the same reward as the companions of Hussein, فقل متى ما ذكرته. Whenever you remember Hussein. Say, Ya Laytani kuntu ma'ahum fa'afooza fawzan azeema. I wish I was with them so that I would have the great achievement that they have had. Ya Ibn al-Shabib, in sarraka an takuna ma'ana fi al-darajat al-ula min al-jinan. O son of Shabib, if it makes you happy to be with us in the high rank of heaven, فَحْزَنْ لِحُسْنِنَا وَفْرَحْ لِفَرَحْنَا Be happy when we are happy. Be sad when we are sad. This is the unity in your love. The unity in your emotions. You follow Ahlul Bayt in their sadness and joy. وَعَلَيْكَ بِالْوَلَايَتَنَا And try to have our wilayah. فَلَوْ أَنَّ رَجُلًا أَحَبَّ حَجَرًا لَحَشَرَهُ اللَّهُ مَعْهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ And Imam then gave him a very general principle to remember. If someone loves another person, he would be resurrected with him. Even Imam says, to make it very, very clear and radical, Imam says, even if you love a stone, you would be resurrected with that stone on the Day of Judgment. So, if you want to be a companion of Hussein, if you want to be a companion of all the prophets and Imams, at the same time, it's possible. Never think that because I am born late or I am, you know, living far, so it's not possible. No, it's possible. These are not things that stop someone to be with them. What is important is your understanding of your life. Your understanding of what you are going to do in this life. Are you working for the same causes? Are you holding the same values that they had? Truthfulness, piety, purity, freedom from greediness, selfishness, being dedicated to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His people. If you have the same values, so you are with them. In Ziyarat Ashura, at the end, when we are recommended to go to Sajda, we say, Allahumma laka alhamdu hamda shakirina laka ala musabhim. Alhamdulillah ala azim raziyyatih. اللهم ارزقني شفاعة الحسين عليه السلام يوم الورود 
وثبت لي قدم صدق عندك مع الحسين وأصحاب الحسين الذين بضلوا مهجهم دون الحسين عليه السلام At the very end we say O oh Allah please grant me the intercession the shafa of, of Hussein Yawm al-Burud the day I enter to you I come to you I meet you and Please make my standpoint with Hussein and the companions of Hussein who gave their life for Hussein, their blood for Hussein, make my standpoint with them firm and honest. So I want to be with them. I want an honest standpoint firm with them. So it means that I want to be honestly with them and I want to remain with them so that it is firm. So I don't want to be with them only for a few minutes and then I forget everything and I go back to my ordinary life. I want this to be permanent and I want to be honest. So both honesty and consistency are needed. So it's possible, if it was not possible, why we pray for that? Why we should say this? So it's possible. So it's possible to be with Hussein. It's possible. We just need to share the same understanding that they had, the same commitment that they had. Earlier in Ziyarat Ashura, we say, فَأَسْأَلُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي أَكْرَمَنِي بِمَعْرِفَتَكُمْ وَمَعْرِفَةَ أَوْلِيَائِكُمْ وَرَزَقَنَا الْبَرَاءَةَ مَعَكُمْ أَفْوَانْ وَرَزَقَنَا الْبَرَاءَةَ مِنْ عَدَائِكُمْ أَنْ يَجْعَلَنِي مَعَكُمْ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ I ask Allah, who has honored me by knowing you, by knowing your awliya, your friends, the people who have your wilaya, which is very important. And those of you who have not heard the lecture on collective nature of wilaya, you can find it online. That how important it is to know the lovers of Ahlul Bayt and to love them and to establish the relation of Velaya with them, which is a relation which connects us all together with the Ahlul Bayt So I ask Allah who has honored me by knowing you and knowing your awliya and by being detached from your enemies and yaj'alani ma'akum to make me able to be with you in dunya and akhirah in this world and the hereafter. So right now, there is possibility to be with Ahlul Bayt in dunya and inshallah then in akhirah. If you are with them in dunya, then in akhirah you will be with them. In the discussion about collective nature of wilaya, I quoted hadith from Imam Sadiq and I refer to the verse of the Quran, يَوْمَ نَبْعُ كُلَّ أُنَاسٍ بِإِمَامِهِمْ 
to show that how on the day of judgment every group of people would join their leader and their leader whether it takes them to heaven or to hell those who followed Ibrahim, Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, Ahlul Bayt they will follow them and they will take them to heaven the people who have been pious they would be taken towards heaven in groups so it's possible to be with them in dunya and it's possible to be with them in akhirah nothing which is not in our control can become a barrier our age when to be born was not in our control but that is not a barrier that's not a problem that is not going to stop you to be with them the place you were born was not under your control but that is not important your gender whether you are male or female is not your control this is not important to be born into a poor or rich family is not important it's not in your control but what is in your control is your taqwa what is in your control is your understanding of your life your ideals in your life what you are going to do with this life are you going to serve the truth are you going to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are you going to be beneficial for the people of Allah for the creation of Allah are you going to improve the condition of life for people are you going to serve the truth and spread the message of the prophets and the saints and the holy people these are important things and they are all under your control we never be asked about something which is not in our control we are never expected to do miracles just be what you can be and if you do like this then inshallah you will be with the Ahlul Bayt in dunya and akhirah and yaj'alani ma'akum fi dunya wal akhirah وَأَنْ يُثَبِّتَ لِي عِنْدَكُمْ قَدَمَ صَدْقٍ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ This is so important that it is in the sajda after Ziyarat Ashura and also in the middle of Ziyarat Ashura that I ask Allah to give me, to make it very firm my standpoint with you which is honest. قَدَمَ صَدْقٍ Honest standpoint with you which is firm in dunya and akhirah. How can we achieve that? By knowing Ahlul Bayt by knowing their community, by knowing what we can do for them, and by making sure that we don't have any kind of connection, any kind of attachment to the enemies. We don't follow the enemies, we don't follow Yazid, we don't follow Muawiyah, we don't have the akhlaq of Yazid and Muawiyah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to achieve this. So, having this in your mind, then you should always find yourself with Hussein, insha'Allah. Find yourself, insha'Allah, with Habib, with Zuhair, with all the martyrs of Karbala all the time. If you share with them the love, if you share with them the commitment, 
the piety and the purity that they had. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to be with Hussein and the followers of Hussein, the companions of Hussein in dunya and in akhirah, insha'Allah. So now if we start with the questions. So the first question is, is it enough for us to just cry and remember Imam Hussein and we will be with him? We hear lectures that if you have just one tear for Imam Hussein, you are guaranteed heaven. As I explained, it's not just a matter of crying. Crying is very important, but crying comes with understanding and should be followed by commitment. If you cry for Hussein, but then you don't support him, what is the benefit? What was the benefit of the people who remained in Kufa and didn't support Imam and then cried? Crying is very important for someone who wants to gain energy and commitment to work for Hussein, to support Hussein. If you remember that this is an ongoing event, and Hussein today is also calling you for help. The call of Hussein, Halman Nasr and Yansuruni, is still there. So if you are crying while supporting him, so you have to be very thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you are just crying and not supporting Hussein and his cause, so this cry is not going to make you able to be with Hussein and to be happy in the hereafter. So this cry must be followed up by commitment and by sharing Imam's stance for justice and piety. I heard that if Hazrat Abbas had water, he could have defeated the entire army. Is this true? We know that Hazrat Abbas was very strong and very brave, and no one was brave enough to fight directly against him. But had he had water, he was able to defeat all the enemies were thousands we don't know and this is not something I think very important because in any case this was not the way the event you know ended and what is important for us is his bravery and his loyalty this is very important for us question 3 any action we can do that Imam Hussein would be pleased with us Many actions actually we can do to make Imam Hussein pleased with us. Anything good that you do, make Imam Hussein happy with you. Anything that you do to improve the conditions of the life of the followers of Hussein, it would make Imam Hussein happy with you. It's not one, two, three point. There are many. What is important is that first we transform ourselves and instead of thinking that I am a person who lives hundreds of years after Hussein, 
you have to transform your understanding into I'm a person who is a companion of Hussein, a person who is with Hussein, and just try to understand what Hussein is expecting from you at this time. What the son of Hussein, Imam Zaman, is expecting from you at this time. There is no difference between Hussein and Imam Zaman. They all come from the same root and they all want us the same thing. To be a companion of Hussein or to be a companion of Imam Zaman at this time makes no difference. So try to understand what your Imam wants from you at this time and age. I can give you a list, but I think if any of us first purifies himself and his intention, then he would be able to understand, maybe better than anyone else. But it's always good to ask, it's always good to consult. Question 4. Thank you for an inspiring talk. You quoted a hadith of someone who had a dream of protecting Muhammad but moved and let the arrow hit him. Even he, if we do acts that would please the Imam, how can we know if we truly would be like the persons who moved or be steadfast and take the arrow? Yes, this is a very uh, big challenge. And this is why we have to be always worried. As long as we are alive, we can never be fully sure about ourselves. And this helps us not to become proud of ourselves, not to become admiring ourselves. We do our best, but in the end, you should never think that you are a companion of Hussein. You should always be worried. Inshallah, you are. But there is no guarantee, there is no guarantee because the test has not yet been completely you know done so always try to do your best but always also you have to be worried no one can guarantee that i am definitely a good person indeed the more pious you are the more you know committed you are your worries increase but a moment is always between hope and fear so there is no guarantee that you are really, really, really that loyal to Imam Hussein. But at the same time, there is no reason why you cannot be like that. It's quite possible and you have to be doing your best. Be hopeful, but at the same time, be concerned. Why did people in Yazid army fight against Imam Hussein when they knew the truth? who he was, the grandson of the Prophet, these people were Muslims and also prayed. Yeah, there are many reasons for that. And one of the reasons was that it didn't happen suddenly. It was not that these people up to yesterday were very good people, pious people, then all of a sudden they took part in killing Hussein. No. Everything has its reasons. And this started some time back. When you don't observe Sharia, when you don't act piously, in the first day you don't kill Hussein, but after some time you end up with killing Hussein. This is the natural way of committing sins. 
the lady Zainab told Yazid when Yazid was proud of what he did and was saying that there was no such a thing as revelation and it was only the game that Bani Hashem played because they wanted to have power the lady Zainab recited this verse for Yazid those who did bad actions and committed sins the end of them was to deny and reject the signs and communications of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in the first day the person doesn't for example pray or doesn't for example stop committing ghaybah or doesn't for example pay homes or does a little zulm to this person or that person but gradually 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 it will become bigger and bigger and then he would stand against the imam of his age and one of the particular things which is very important and imam Hussein himself said to the army of Yazid on the day of Ashura was that Mula'at butunukum min al-haram Imam was giving them lots of warning you know preaching but they didn't listen Imam said your stomach has become full of haram when you eat haram then your soul would be unable to see, to, would be unable to hear, would be unable to understand the truth. May Allah inshallah save us from committing sins. Question 6. What are the benefits of reciting Ziyarat Ashura? I've been reciting it once a day for a year now. I've heard that anyone is faced with any difficulties. Those difficulties are taken away. Is it true? Thank you. So, uh, Ziyarat Ashura is very much recommended. It's a very deep and profound Ziyarat. And inshallah, if you recite it regularly, daily, it has great impact. Of course, there are some ways and, you know, etiquettes for doing that. But even if you just recite it, uh, it's very helpful. And inshallah, this helps you to remember always Imam Hussein, his companions, his cause, and inshallah, this connects you even more to Imam Hussein salam. One of the things re uh, recommended when you have difficulties is to recite Ziyarat Ashura, to recite Ziyarat Jama'ah, to pray or Nawafil. These are very much recommended, and inshallah, the more you reflect and the more you implement inshallah you would achieve more okay I think we have uh, managed to answer to all the questions so at the end I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all your mourning for Imam Hussein alayhi salam it seems that we just received another question we hear that when Imam Mahdi comes Muslims will reject him will this be similar to how Muslims rejected Imam Hussein alayhi salam Yes, this is common in history of mankind that not only the people who had no faith rejected the prophets and imams, but 
also the people who had faith and they were actually waiting for the divine leader for a prophet to come they didn't believe those who were waiting for Jesus and they were faithful then they some of them believed in him some of them didn't those who were waiting for the prophet of Akhir zaman the end of time to come and therefore they migrated to Medina waiting for him to come they didn't have any reason to go to Medina they didn't belong to that place but when he came some of them believe and many of them didn't believe and the same is happening all the time the same is going to happen to Imam Zaman and there is no guarantee that people who wait for someone they will actually support him look at Talha and Zubair Talha and Zubair they were supporting Imam Ali they were calling for Imam of Imam Ali but when Imam Ali became Caliph and didn't satisfy them, didn't give them a special privilege, a special uh, access to the Beitul Mal, to the treasure house, didn't give them a special positions. Then these people who were with Imam Ali for many years, they became against him. So this is something that is going to happen to Imam Zaman. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us, the lovers of Imam Zaman, to remain loyal to him and inshallah to follow him when he comes. But this needs great sacrifice, this needs great exercise, great training. You cannot all of a sudden become a loyal person. You have to test yourself, you have to evaluate yourself constantly to see how loyal you are, how ready and prepared you are to give up your own ideas for the good of the community, for the good of humanity, for the good of Ahlul Bayt school. A very important test, if I can just summarize everything in one point. How quickly you can admit that you were wrong? When someone tells you the truth, maybe your husband, maybe your wife, maybe your children, maybe your friend, maybe your small brother, maybe a non-Muslim, how quickly you are ready to accept the truth and to admit that you have made mistake. If you are such a person that under, understands his mistakes and admits them, so there is great chance for you that inshallah you will be with Imam Zaman. But if you are a person that doesn't accept his mistakes, doesn't listen to anyone, always thinks that he is right, others are right, so you have to be worried. I ask Allah first, give me the tawfiq, because I am in greater need than you, and my situation is worse than anyone else. May Allah, inshallah, enable me to commit myself to the truth, and inshallah, you also to be committed to the truth. And inshallah, we are going to have our regular sessions on tafsir of Surah Luqman uh, after two weeks. So every other week on Tuesday at 9 p.m.
Eastern Standard Time. Inshallah, we have this session. Please remember your brothers and sisters in these days and nights. And especially remember all the Marhumin who are not able to witness and to be with us in these Majalis. But for sure, because of their love, they are counted as one of us, but it's our responsibility to remember them and to do good on their behalf. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all our sins and mistakes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all marhumin, especially those who have rights upon us. May Allah protect our parents and our elders. May Allah give them tawfiq to have healthy and pious and respectful life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all the poor people rich. May Allah give security and safety to all the people who are suffering in the world. And may Allah hasten the reappearance of Imam Zaman and enable us to serve him before and after he comes. Thank you very much for your attention. May Allah be with you. Wa akhiru da'awana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.